BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Dracaris, bitches. Welcome to Straight Up with Stasi, all the way from Nashville <laughs> with Taylor Strecker. And Bo's in the room, so he might join us if he feels so inclined. Hey, girl, hey. <laughs> you just got to do it. Do I wanna, have to. I have do you to get just, it in. Do you want to just pimp your shit out now? My brand. Yes, yes, Get yes. it over with. Um, hey, follow me on Instagram at Taylor Strecker. You can also subscribe to my daily talk radio show. It's called The Taylor Strecker Show, and you can find it at taylorstrecker.com. It's only $6.95 a month, which is like 33 cents a show. I mean, if you got coffee- 33 someone, cents yes. a show if is someone, literally nothing. Thank you. I cleaned out my shoe closet the other day, Here it goes. and I found like $27 worth of quarters. Like, okay, so if somebody hands you change back and they gave you 33 cents, what would you do with it? Throw it in the cup. Yeah. And like without even in a, a drawer. Thought, right. Just, oh, yeah. Well, like if it's a coffee shop, like tip. Well, I tip like dollars. Do you ever throw away change when you're cleaning and you find it? It's no, it's bad illegal. luck. It's illegal and bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't even going the illegal route. But I do think of like, no, it's going to fuck up our economy. Like losing just that one cent will right. fuck up our economy. Like it'll fuck up like, you know, how are they going to keep track of it? And it gives me a lot of anxiety just to think about like loose change that's unaccounted for money that's unaccounted for like there's a system here and we need to stick to it we need to abide by it so that our country can run as smoothly as possible and so that's why i have the taylor Strucker show so that the economy can stay in full churn yes so 33 cents this is to me your charity (laughs) (laughs) this is me helping the economy this is you this is your service to our country wait can i say something so crazy this is this stat is unbelievable so you know how there's pay inequality obs like uh-huh. me, like gender yes. what, what, rates the whole shebang um which has never affected me which is weird you are your own little special creature my friend it's and i i feel bad sometimes that that's never affected me well how about this though Th- like um i think it was uh, was it Jennifer Lawrence, I mean, it, like, I feel like every Hollywood actress has gone through, but like there was a movie recently. Oh no, it was Michelle Williams. And she found out that her male co-star was making like, like fucking 10 times the amount yeah. on the movie set. And, and she then demanded. both of them. Yep. Yeah. But then he, I forgot who it was. Was it like Jason Bateman or something? Yeah, it was. Someone said that they, the guy was like, well then I won't do it unless she gets paid just as much as I do. Bomb move by him. Bomb move. I feel bad if it's not Jason Bateman. We're not giving the right credit where credit's due. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it was a famous actor and like, and kudos. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, maybe if you saw what like a male 
counterpart made he would be making more. I don't know. Just for the argument's sake of gender or like the, the pay gap. I would lose my shit. You would lose your shit. I would 100%. I would probably be like the ringleader. You of, definitely would. Of this this thing. This, this what do you call it? Revolution. <laughs> it is a revolution. Movement. This movement. I would, I would be the leader. So my girlfriend works for this company called TFQ and they're all about like closing that gap for yeah. pay equality across the genders. And they did this study that said that if women made as much as men, like the same job, like they should, um, the economy would increase by $3 trillion. That's because insane. women are spenders. We're consumers. Well, that, I mean, I, when I like think about it in terms of like actresses and actors not yeah. getting paid equally, I feel like most of the audiences go to movies to see, I never go to a movie to see a, a male actor. I always go to a movie to so see I. the female actors. Those are the ones I'm most excited about. And while guys go to the movie to see like male actors, they also are going to see hot girls. Fuck yes. I so mean, like w- the women should be paid more. more. <laughs> I agree. Also, they have to get naked more. So they should get a bonus for that. Yes. Although I'm seeing a lot more dick on the screen these days and I am here for it. Not because I like it. But because I'm like, yeah, if we have to get if naked, to, samesies. Yeah, totally. You I know? agree. So anyway. It's just the peen is like really aggressive. I will say that. I'm the, like I, when it comes on my when it comes on pretty. a screen, I'm like, oh. <laughs> 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 like that wasn't necessary. Maybe now I understand why women are the only ones who get naked. Because our bodies are prettier. They just are. I know I'm a lesbian, so this might like not this might come across le- come across lesbian-y, but like women's bodies just are beautiful. Like that's why they've been painted in art for so many years. They are. There's not like tons of like dingling hanging up in I don't yeah, know like, any listen, museum. I like a guy's torso and arms and butts and legs, but like peen is just the peen is just to be used. Only for the sex. Only for the sex. Not to be gandered at. It's not to be like framed. <laughs> <laughs> and when you guys get a house, can you just have like dicks all like a, like a hallway? Do you of have a dicks? thought about this? Do you? Well, you're giving me a weird look. <laughs> Don't you think that you're? That, I mean, do, do you, you want? Th- do you want dicks everywhere? Never. But your dick is basically just to be used. There's a show called Puppetry of the Penis. <laughs> Google it. Uh, that's, that's, that's all we get. But sounds, do you feel like... But it was a like terrible argument for whatever. Your penis is beautiful. Like, are you like, look at my penis? Yeah. Like in the mirror? I feel like he does think... I mean, he has a nice penis, but like... That's, it's not... Like, penises in general, it doesn't... It's just not... It's not a thing it's, that people want to, like, stare at. Yeah, I never understood when girls are like, send dick me a pic? dick pic. I'm like, I feel like said no girl ever. I feel like guys just send dick pics thinking that we want to see them. And also, oh, Bo's never sent a dick pic. The, the confidence I him. that men have with their dicks, though, it's like, really? I mean, it's admirable. Like, they're like, she wants to see my dick. It's like, what do they think? No. They have this, like, they have this blind confidence in their penises. No, girls want to just get a naked shot from a guy because it's like they want to see their body so they can imagine that body on top of theirs. Yeah, but we don't need to see just the member itself. No. You know? Exactly. No, thank you. At all. Yeah. I, who invented dick pics? I don't know. Have you ever played, um, what was it called? 
Oh, it's called oh, something roulette. roulette. Yes. yes. No, I never did. I but- did one time and it was horrifying. It was just a bunch of like half flaccid wieners, just like sad little pigs in a blanket. That game one after another. That game is still on, you know. What is chat roulette? Chat roulette. That, that's, that, what it is. that's still a thing. I mean, yeah. I don't know who's doing it. It's <laughs> whatever. But yay. So we're here in Nashville. <laughs> this is our second leg of the Straight Up with Stassi tour. And this is when shit gets real. Uh-huh. Listen, our first leg, we had smaller venues from like 300 to 500 people venues. And, and now we're going to 800 to 1800 theaters. I've never I've never stood on stages this big before. I And we have yet to do it. So I don't know how I'm going to feel. Listen, that is why I got everything I own bedazzled <laughs> so that I can go out there like a fucking shiny disco ball and distract people from what's actually coming out of my mouth. I just want people to just be like, I don't even know what she said. She just was so sparkly. <laughs> that's a genius maneuver. It is. It I feel is. like that's what, I mean, that's what T-Swift does. That's what J-Lo does. You just got to have good costumes. Did you see Taylor Swift's like last like stadium tour on Netflix where she was like literally flying over the crowd and like these like ridiculous floats like a big huge cobra i should do that for next time (laughs) next time we'll have you flying over the audience yeah i don't know why i didn't think of that before just a big game of distraction people honestly at this point i'm just going to be breaking even with this tour it's like i'm doing it for free because we're just putting so much money into it because i want it to be so special that like i'm like Oh my God, here I am waking up to get on a plane to work for free. For free. Today. I know. I know. I'm doing know. it for the people. I'm doing <laughs> it for my listeners. Well, this is something that you do that I, I used to do when I was a rich person. Then when I became a poor lesbian, I stopped doing it. But then I actually started doing it again. You got to spend money to make money, honey. And that's what I tell myself it's every time. I'm doing Invest something like this. In you. Yes. And you are in bedazzlement and in sets. Yes. And in and, 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 and luxurious hotels. And listen, if people are, if we're going to try, if we're going to keep going, if we mm-hmm. do this again in spring, if we do this again next year, people are going to have to want to come back. And they're not just going to, they probably won't want to come back if I'm just sitting at a table with a computer talking with, you know, headphones on into a microphone. They'll probably be like, that was some boring ass shit. <laughs> You know, but not this stuff, but not this. This is Broadway. Uh, so do no. we even remember what we're doing in the show? No, I no, forgot. The, I forgot everything. The week break that we had at home. I didn't, it was only a week. It felt like forever. I missed you guys. I know. I missed you too. Cause we're a family now. I know. Tour family. I know. I miss Emily. I wish Emily was with us. Me it's too. really, really sad. And it feels weird <laughs> with all of us having to like work shit out on our own. I know. Emily's just so bomb at being a boss bitch and she's she's just so in charge a mind reader and she's like an emotion feeler like yes she is because every instinct or impulse that I have she like knows it before I have it She's like a step ahead of you and then she's like I already got it so when I worked at Sirius I had lots of producers which I guess makes me difficult but anyway there was this one producer I had she and I did not get along and she said to me one day it's like you want me to fucking read your mind. And I said to her, exactly. Yes. That's your fucking job. And I know yes. that sounds crazy. You, but need, like, you, need to, you need to get to know me so well yep. that I don't have to tell you 
what I need you to do. It's like before you say, can someone pass that bottle of rosé? Emily's already like, do you want more rosé? And Emily does that. Like literally. Like when we're like on the book tour doing meet and greets or something, she knows exactly when to step in and hand me a glass of wine. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful relationship that we have. Really. It's like uh, like watching um, professional skaters do a beautiful (laughs) dance on the ice together. Yes. (laughs) That's exactly what it is. So Bo and I are trying to step in and be like Emily's. But act. I mean, we're doing the best we can. And I, there I is no one. Thing. You guys are talent. I know. But I don't want you guys to have to be Emily. I know, but you need an Emily. So Bo, but Bo but and no, I can take but, it 50 50 on. No one is Emily. I know. It's frustrating me. I'm trying. I can't believe she has a kid. It's not fair. It's like, who needs to really be at home to spend time with our kids? <laughs> Emily, you can, be, you can be here. Watching you beg, negotiate. It, it, was like, it, was, it wasn't even a negotiation because Emily was like, you, you could say I will give you a trillion dollars and she still would have said no. She still would have said no. She was like, baby doll, it's not even about the money, like at all. It's about my child. Yes. Crying into an abyss. Damn it. Mama. <laughs> Mama. That's so sad. That visual so sad. I know. I know. Whatever. We're capable people. We should send Emily a video of you looking down the street saying, Mama. <laughs> yes. That will that might work. That will be really funny. <laughs> we have to do that. But yeah, I don't remember um anything that we are supposed to do. Because listen, we get home and then we get back to our other jobs. Right. So like I didn't spend the last week going over and recovering the show. Yes. I spent one day indoors getting IVs, literally did not like leave my bed. Like I That was your Monday back, right? Yes. I just laid. I didn't shower. I didn't brush my teeth. I didn't do shit. I was just like brain dead. That was me that Sunday after the show. I slept till two thirty PM. That's amazing. Like a goddamn crackhead. Although Tay and I did stay up till five o'clock in the morning that Saturday night. Okay, well I don't do that, so we I, I, I couldn't fall sleep the adrenaline was just off the fucking charts it was I wasn't up to me my body just said no yeah I wasn't doing drugs I want to be clear on that no I know you don't five o'clock in the morning that's like drug time that is drug time (laughs) (laughs) I can't make it there's no way I was playing jackbox were you? Yes. Oh, fun. We so should have brought fun. that. Yes. Oh, no. Bo's right. We shouldn't because then we'll stay up till three. We'll stay up till drug You're right. time. We'll without stay up drugs. till drug time without. Jackbox is drugs. It. Yeah, actually. Scratch it. I was doing drugs. I was, the, I was snorting Jackbox. That's the only thing that actually can keep me awake. You should You should know this, Bo. Since Bo likes to stay out late and he wants to still chit chat and talk and socialize. <laughs> if face. he wants me to do it. You just has to put on Jackbox, and I'm yep. I'm there all night long. She'll never I'm, stop. No, I'm the last one. I know. Like even in Hawaii, Katie would be like, "I'm tired now." Schwartz would be like, "I'm tired now." Bo would be like, "I'm tired now." I'm like, "I'm not." <laughs> Bo, why don't you and I just play the words game together? It's a two-player game. We can do that one. I love it. It's my favorite thing it in the world. It is so fun. Uh, Taylor and I introduced you guys to that, right? Yeah. So fucking fun. It's amazing. Yeah, it's the best. I wish we could just go on stage and play Jackbox with everyone. <laughs> we could go on stage and watch 90 Day Fiance, say, play, play Jackbox, Jackbox, and just like drink. Drink. That, that's really, that's all I need. I feel like the world is actually slowly but surely moving into that. Thank you, YouTube. And so I feel like that could be, I mean, maybe in five years we could just do that. Interactive podcast. Like ultimate like live voyeurism. Yeah, I'm here for it. We could be the first to do it. We really, we, we should be pioneers. We should try it out tonight and see how it goes. Okay. Can you imagine? People will be rioting. Can we call the tour manager right now and be like, well, I'm going to change of plans. Scrap we're everything that we have. We're just watching an episode. We're, just, we're all just going to sit and chill. 
Okay, I've talked before about how I I love trends, but I don't like to spend a lot of money on them. And I also love shoes. I have a freaking shoe room in my two-bedroom apartment in West Hollywood. That's how much I love shoes. But I don't like spending a lot of money on trendy shoes because I just don't feel like that's going to last. And that is why Shoe Dazzle is the best. I know you've seen commercials for it. I know your friends have talked about it. I know you know all about it, but I'm just going to tell you a little more. So Shoe Dazzle is a website where you're getting these trendy pieces on such an affordable scale, and they're always shifting and changing um, and having new pieces to show for you to purchase because they want to keep up with trends. I mean, trends happen overnight, and Shoe Dazzle has to keep up with it. But what's really great about this website is that when you go to ShoeDazzle.com, you can take a quick 60-second style quiz for a personalized experience. So you're only going to see the shoes that are tailored to you. So you're not wasting any of your time going through pages and pages of shoes that you're like, fuck this, this isn't me. No, it's absolutely great. It's efficient. It's awesome. And it's a great place to shop when you want to have that trendy piece, but you can't afford a pair of like $6,000 YSL boots. And uh, right now you can get your first shoe dazzle style for as low as $10 as a VIP. That's 75% off your first item with my special link. You don't have to be a VIP, but I mean, if you can get so many deals and you get like exclusive offers by being a VIP, why the heck not? So just go to shoedazzle.com slash Stassi to take advantage of this deal right now. That's shoedazzle.com slash Stassi, S-T-A-S-S-I. I'm kind of nervous about the theater tonight. I mean, the stage is going to just feel so fucking big. When I, whenever we go to a venue, yeah, like you said, and I think we talked about this last podcast, but like it really is so reliant on like the audience's energy is very important. It, very, it, it, very important. It's supposed to apparently, according to like live performers who are experts and like, you know, veterans at this, it's your set, your entire show. It should not be reliant on the energy of the audience because like that's not the point. But like we, I can't help it. It to me, it is. It is to, to me too. Like it's, when it's the perfect amount of people who are like shouting back during something but not, but not too, too much, much yep. to where I'm like oh this is fun and I can interact with you but then if it's one person that's just absolutely hammered that's screaming the whole time that and then I like can't think and I lose my train of thought and I'm like oh crap what am I even doing on this stage yep then that gets overwhelming but like things here and there interacting with people I enjoy that and that does depend on the the audience but so the thing was so the first show in Boston was just the first show and it was also like at City Winery which is like a small enough venue that you can like feel everyone's energy but you're also high enough above them that they can't like they're not gonna like high enough to where they can film my crotch yes which is exactly the way that that's (laughs) like the that's like the grand finale of the show is your vagina yeah It's like a Barbie doll vagina because you have on like what nude underpants, <laughs> underwear. Spanx? I should got I should have got my Sphinx bedazzled. What was that I thinking? Hysterical! Oh my god! Next leg. Okay, next leg. I'm gonna get under bedazzled underwear just in case. <laughs> Her vagina sparkles. Yeah, she is like a wizard fairy. <laughs> um, but like I, I'm a little nervous for the theaters because I feel like people are because the last show we did was Grammar theater which was fucking incredible but like it felt bigger and people felt further away yeah because the first three shows we were like in the belly of the beast but yeah. like now we're gonna be like 
on stage stage. Yeah. So like, how are people going to be able to talk back if like we can't, I don't really, I honestly, I don't have any experience with this. I don't really know what it's going to be like. Cool. So I'm not nervous at all. Oh my God. I mean, I guess just go back to like when you did school plays. Cause like, think about that. I didn't that. do school plays for like 1800 seats. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. So. But like when you're doing a play, you're just like going over the lines, like the same every night. So just like, you just go over the lines. I guess now we're going to learn to not be so reliant on the audience's feedback because quite frankly, you're too fucking far away for us to really feel it. Yes. Unless you're all but screaming there are, in unison together. But there are moments throughout the the um, the show yeah. where I do ask specifically for. Oh, you'll get feedback. People's feedback yeah you yeah. Do, you know, do you know what I mean there are moments I don't want to give anything away to people who haven't don't. seen the show yet but there are moments so I'm like I don't know if I'll be able to hear them and if not I'm just I'm, just say the stage is so big I can't hear anybody like, sorry when people don't give you what you want just berate them that's what I do <laughs> I'd be like you in the fucking front <laughs> give me an answer <laughs> You're the only one I can hear. Everybody else is too far away. It's going to be amazing. I don't know. It's going to be, it's going to be something. It's well, gonna be something you know what? Tonight. At least we're in Nashville and I love Nashville. Oh, it's so good. I went out by myself last night. Which like is so loser. ballsy. Have you, do you ever go out by yourself? I like never do that. I'm Not anymore. so lame. I used to, when I was in college, I would love to do things by myself. Like what? Oh my God. Besides going to movies by myself and restaurants by myself, I would go to clubs by myself. I don't believe you. Explain yourself. I, because I knew promoters. So like if I knew so, a promoter was going to be worse, there. Even worse, they can watch, someone you know is watching you be alone. That's like my greatest no, fear. No, they'd be like, we know they're like these different people with tables, with bottle service. And so like, you'll you know at like, least, I'm sure you'll know one person at this table. I'm like, okay, cool. Meet you. I'll like meet you there. And I'll tell you when I'm tech, when I'm so, walking up. So I would literally, I was a club rat. Walk me through this. So you walk in alone yes okay and I'm gonna say you're not like you're not Stassi Schroeder yet you're like no. just a girl with a name that nobody understands I'm probably probably wasn't even <laughs> 21 and yes yes Daisy who's that who's that chick who's always coming she's always coming to clubs by herself that's Daisy man she really <laughs> loves a <laughs> <the> club <laughs> yeah so you walk in and then the promoter you meet, who like you know, but he's essentially working, so yeah. what he can't like hang and drink with you all night long. So he brings you to a table, and you're like, "Hey guys, I'm Saucy," and they're like, "Who?" <laughs> I would at least know someone. Okay, do you know what I mean? Or I would know the DJ or and something you just, like, like that with the DJ, like Lindsay Lohan style. Yeah, I would just find whoever was the you know one of the people that I would know there, and I would hang out, and then was through there- that I would meet new people because the DJ or that promoter would introduce me to new people, and I'd be making friends all the time. And it's the opposite of that who is, I am today. I don't even know who you are back then. I think that's why I'm allowed to not be that way anymore because like I did my time. You did do your time. Wait, were there ever any club nights where like you didn't meet anybody and you were like legit standing el solo, like no. getting drinks at the bar? No, no. uh-uh. That's how I felt when I went out by myself in Nashville. I was like a lame loser. I didn't know where to stand. I was all by myself. I mean, at least there's bands there. I didn't meet uh, a nice fellow. You did. He had like, he had like a piece of poop with him. Uh, like he had like a little like, it was like fake poop. Like it was like fake poop that he had. So I clearly met the coolest are you, person Are you listening bar. to yourself right now? <laughs> what do you mean a fake? He had a piece of... I don't of, know. He just had like, it was like, like his like funny poop that he carried carried around with him anyway clearly you met a murderer <laughs> i did say that to him um, i was like i feel like you're a sociopath 
Like, but he was with a friend. He was probably 65 years old. And he, and he was, carries around fake poop as a party trick. And he sells like, um, like sprinkler systems for uh, like oh, a fire really company. Oh, you really got to talking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's what I did last night. So totally like when you would go to the club, the club, the club. and hang out with all the cool kids. I was with the least cool kid in the bar. That's, that's who I attract. Interesting. <laughs> well, we're older now. <laughs> that's true. I would I would just want, I don't know what it would be like if I went out by myself now. The last time I went to a club was with my tail. Well, I don't do club. I don't do clubs anymore. I can't. When someone says clubs, my heart sinks into my butt <laughs> and I just start getting anxiety. And what is it? I used to love, I used to be like one oak queen. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. All of it. Just like tables bottle service music cute dresses like all of it dancing yeah I'm like I thought I was just so Hollywood and so cool and, and then it just now stops. I'm just like oh my god you even like my bag a if, if it was your birthday party at a club, I would still have to think about whether <laughs> I wanted to attend. That's how much anxiety I get thinking about a club. I need to be able to hear my thoughts. I need to be able to like, I like a loungy or bar type situation. Yes. I need to be able to talk to people if I like, not like strangers, but like y'all. Right. Do you know what I mean? I just. Yeah. Like have a little bit of a conversation. I need to feel safe. And clubs are not that. They're so not that. Ugh. I feel like it's like, is it an age thing where you just, you just out, you age out of clubs? I maybe, but like, I know in LA, like there are a lot of the same promoters at the same clubs doing the same shit, just with new 20 year olds who I used to babysit and they're all wearing fucking, they're all wearing crop tops and athleisure. Um, I used to, that is actually a great club look though. I'm, I'm jealous that they get to go out in like Fabletics. Good for them. No, because that was part of the fun. Was what, what wearing Airbnb bandage dresses? I never owned one, Me but neither. no, I was so chic. That was my favorite part of going out in Hollywood because I loved. I mean, I was like a bargain hunter, and like I could find the. And I was literally a hundred pounds, so like I oh. fit in anything, look great in anything, and I was so chic and just like put it. And I'm like, that was my favorite part. I think getting ready was my favorite part of the whole night. Getting ready is always the best part of the night. And that's why I'm a lesbian because I get to get ready with my best friend and my lover yeah. forever. It's like being it's like being in a sorority in a relationship. I know. That sounds amazing. It's fucking Bo! great. <laughs> why can't you be more like a girl? We've established this. Bo is a lesbian. Bo is a le- he's not but he's not like a girly lesbian. Oh yeah. I'm my, mine either. Taylor she doesn't watch Bravo. I found out recently that she doesn't like to shop. She doesn't feel that that's an activity because she was like, so we're looking to get our apartment like out of our lease, right? So uh, we are show that uh, there's a broker. She's showing it to people. We're getting people in. By the way, remember yesterday I told you that we got a, a somebody coming in? Yes. It fell through. So now we're back in the apartment oh. in New York. Okay. Okay. All right. well, I was having a full Can you just tell attack. me once actually the decision's made so I don't have to go through this roller coaster with yes, you? Yes, I promise. But she, um, so we were like going out because we had to like leave the apartment for like a few hours on last weekend, Saturday and Sunday. And Tay was like, let's like do something. And I was like, what? And she's like, like a museum. And I was like, no, I hate museums. I like museums. Ugh, I hate them. They're such tourist traps. You're all buying into a big business called tourism. And I'm here feeling like I'm not cultured or something because I don't like to look at pictures that I can just see in books and online. But seeing things in person, it's not. It's, it's not better. It sometimes changes, it's more disappointing. It, it just like changes your, 
You no. no, when you see something old, especially like history museums or like, like I don't, I'm not necessarily, I'm not necessarily into modern art, but I appreciate it and I like to, I guess, see it. But like when don't. you see something old that someone painted, like fucking. 1500 years ago or some shit it's I'm like not moved oh my god arch arch smart i don't get it i don't and like every time i see modern art i'm like i could do that i, know. I could paint a dot in the middle of a canvas well that's not the type of modern art i'm talking about <laughs> i like the type where it's like the whole giant like room is just one giant statue and it's like what is this it's weird it's plastic but i'm like what is this someone it, actually made it and it just looks like like a, a doo-doo swirl i mean literally Do you like warm alcohol? No, you freaking don't. No one likes warm alcohol, which is why I literally live with Brewmate. No, you don't understand. In my apartment, I have the fanciest wine glasses. I have like artfully crafted and decorated wine glasses. But every time I get something to drink, even if it's not wine, if it's anything, I always use my Brewmate dishware. I shit you not. Look at my Instagram stories. You'll see that for a fact. Brewmate is insulated drinkware that's designed to keep your favorite beverages ice cold all day long. I don't like anything hot. I actually really don't. I don't like even like hot pizza really. I like everything cold. But I don't like anything like even getting like kind of room temperature, water room temperature. Gross. So like I use this brewmate dishware to even drink my water from. And what's awesome is that they come in so many different colors and looks so you can figure out exactly what you want. They have like matte finishes. They have sparkly ones, metallic, all in different colors. The ones that I use look like fake wood. I feel like it matches my apartment the best, but it's just absolutely fantastic. They also come with like lids. So if you're going on a picnic, you can bring brewmate glasses with you and it'll keep your your beverage of choice cold for forever and they also in addition to that have like a wine bottle that's insulated so you can pour a whole bottle of wine in there that is my freaking kind of picnic um so right now they're going to give my listeners 15 percent off your first order when you visit brewmate.com and add my code stassi 15 at the end so that's brewmate.com b-r-u-m-a-t-e.com and use my code stassi 15 at the end to get 15 percent off your first order i'm telling you it is a freaking game changer in keeping your beverages cold for real Art is like the emperor's new clothes, big time. What does that mean? So emperor's new clothes, it's like the emperor hired this tailor. And basically the like stylist, the, the, the designer convinced the emperor that like he was making these gorgeous outfits for him, but the emperor was naked. But then like the emperor controlled all of his like subjects. And so they were all like, it's beautiful. Cause the emperor was like, it's beautiful. Meanwhile, yeah. he's fucking naked. It's bullshit. Okay. I see your point. I see your point. That's art. Okay. Sorry if anybody's an artist that's listening. By the way, my mom is basically an artist, so sorry, mom. (laughs) Maybe I'm just rebelling against my mother. Maybe. Maybe. But yeah, so Tay told me, I was like, I'm not going to museum. And Tay was like, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, let's go shopping. And she was like, that's not an activity. And I was like, excuse you? Yes, it is. It's a great activity. It's the most fun. What else is there to do? Go to a cafe and eat and drink. That's it. That's all I do. Eat, drink at a cafe, go into a store, go to the next cafe you eat and drink at, then go to another store. You got it. That's 
I mean, that's my that is my real idea of fun. I'm not like going to museums every day. I'm just saying like when there is a good one (laughs) in like another country, I'd like I like to you know what I mean? It's like what else do people do? Like like hobbies are something I really struggle with. Oh my god, wait. So this is one thing Bo so Bo and I, our wedding planners, sent us like this like eight page, maybe more than that, Google Doc where we have to answer all of these questions, but it's not just about what we like the specifics about what we want for our wedding. Like it's not just questions like, do you like votive candles or pillars or candles? Like the candlesticks, like not just that. Then we had to answer questions about us as a couple. And they were like, what are, what do you guys do for fun together? Answer. And we were like, (laughs) watch Johnny Day fiance. Drink. (laughs) (laughs) Um, eat, eat, um, go to the Grove where we eat and drink <laughs> and then see a movie and then uh, um, come home, shop, watch TV. then come home and sit Play back Jackbox? down. We, well, we were like, we like games. <laughs> we love being with our friends, oh my God. but like hobbies. It's not like we're like, we don't like go play basketball together. Like, what do people <laughs> picturing you guys playing basketball? Just made me laugh so hard. Like, what? Like, what do other couples write down in their hobbies when they're like having to like describe who they are as a couple? I'm like, I don't know. We do everything together. He's just my partner. So like, and we travel. Yeah, that counts. And then what do you do when you travel? We eat and drink and walk around. <laughs> Talk about the emperor's new clothes. Hobbies are for sweaty tryhards. Like, you need a hobby? I mean, I, I'm actually just, this is me being jealous of people I, with hobbies. Like, how do you develop a hobby? Well, when do you have time for a hobby? That's what I want to know. Yeah, my, guess what my hobby is? Work. That, that's my hobby. My other hobby is recovering from work. Like, I want to get an Italian tutor to start learning Italian. That's a hobby. That, I'm actually that would be a, a hobby. So, but it's like, okay, when do I find time to schedule that in? I'm like, when do people schedule in just fun hobbies that don't involve like actually working? Maybe I should pick up the saxophone. Maybe that could be my hobby. We could start making puzzles. <laughs> puzzles is a hobby, huh? <laughs> I'm great at blowing. I'm actually terrible. Ask any of my ex boyfriends. I am the worst blowjob giver. Not surprising. <laughs> But like, what? Yeah, what? Like, what are we gonna go hiking together? What are we gonna do? Like, we're gonna go like co- climb a wall of rocks. Like, yeah, like when Bo and I do go work out together, that's not for fun. No, that is so we both can be miserable together. Yeah. So I would never put that under the hobbies category. Like, I feel like if Taylor, my girlfriend, had to say what her hobbies were, she'd be like lacrosse because she played it like in high school and college. But like, but sh- does she anymore? No. I so mean, it's not a hobby. It's something it you use. Her job it's that something you used to do exactly like musical theater isn't a hobby of mine it's an activity it's it's something like a hobby's like knitting that's a hobby because i mean right I'm, what are this, the hobby listen the hobby question really stressed <laughs> us out when we had to answer oh, it no it's like it's the bane of my existence because then it makes me feel like what's wrong with me like should i be decoupaging like all my fucking photo albums and shit like that's yeah. a, that's a stupid well, hobby imagine answering the question as a couple and Boy. then we look we look at the answer as it's typed out and we're like are we lame should we be better and i'm like but how could we possibly be better you know what's lame hobbies yes you know what i'm gonna ask for that question to be scratched out but no one needs to know our hobbies it's like like give me a break it's stupid but like wedding shit's hard okay so what's going on with the wedding so we're flying out of the country at the end of next month to go look at our wedding venues because i'm getting married in europe yes and have you said where 
I don't know. I don't think I've said where. I think you said it on stage. On stage. I know so, you said it in DC. So people have to come see my live show until <laughs> someone leaks it. <laughs> I'm shocked it hasn't been leaked yet from that show. I guess. I don't know. But I, it actually has been because I was like, this is the thing. I'm not asking me. I'm not trying to like keep it from people because like I share everything with everyone. I just don't want to say what it is. And then all of a sudden we change our mind. And then it's like. Oh, never mind, you guys. So, so like, like superstitious, right? Like it's like you don't want like I, I don't like saying I'm doing anything until like until it's happening, signed, right? Until it's happening. Until I definitely have that venue and I know everything's okay. I'm not. I'm not going to talk. I don't want to say it. Like you don't want to jinx it. Yeah, but it's. It. I'm telling you, this wedding planning shit is hard. Things I've never even thought about. Just like. I just I don't understand it like even like transportation are you gonna need vans are you gonna need buses are you gonna need this like what are your wedding colors I don't know I don't really what are your wedding colors I don't think I'm gonna do wedding colors I just say just do green and white that's what we've decided and when I say green I mean greenery yes yes. greenery not like we're wearing chartreuse dresses no I just want to keep everything very white and clean and elegant and I like that. I think that's I th- that's the way I decorate. That's the way I live my life. Same. I, I love it. And I want. I'm hoping that the wedding venue will already be so beautiful that like I'm not really gonna have to think about how to like. It's not like I'm not gonna have a wedding in like a tent, a, a ballroom, or something. Right. That you have to like transform. That I have. Yeah. Or like one of those event spaces. Like I'm not doing that. No, like you're, you're, like the venue is is the de- decor. Is most of the decor. That's what I'm hoping for. That's what I did with my wedding, and it was fantastic. The wedding didn't, the marriage didn't work out, but the wedding was phenomenal. I wish I knew you then. I wish you were at my wedding. It was fucking gorgeous. I was gorgeous. The venue was gorgeous. Gorgeous. What a waste. What a, <laughs> fucking shit. What a waste. And wedding budget. That's another thing that's hard to think of. You want to know what mine was? Yeah. $150,000. Okay. And um, my parents paid a, a third. We, my husband and I paid a third and his parents paid a third. Well, Bo and I are both doing it on our own. <sighs> so that's a lot. So that way no one can tell us what to do. That's actually, that, that's, that's genius because I do Betch's Brides podcast. And the number one rule is if you don't, if you aren't paying or how about this? If you want to have an opinion, you have to pay. That's the rule. Yeah. So if you're not paying, shut the fuck up. And I don't want anyone's opinions. Which is but I the so I've just thing. been going around asking my friends. I'm like, I know this is weird to ask, like, but like, how did you figure out your wedding budget? And they've, everyone's actually been very open to like telling what you, me. What do you think the average wedding bu- budget that you're like in your world you're hearing is? Is it like it was like yours? Okay, I w- I'm surprised actually. I thought it would be more like half a million, a million with like because you're in like the LA, you know, fancy crew. Yeah, okay. Well, if we're talking about some people, but I'm not going to be spending half a million dollars on a fucking wedding. I went to a wedding that was $750,000 and it was like, it was basically the same as mine. I could not believe they spent that much money. That's ridiculous. It was so stupid. It was so stupid. It's ridiculous. I went to a million dollar wedding at the Waldorf. They're divorced. So that was a million dollars well spent. What a fucking waste. A million dollars? A million dollars. Think what you can do with think what you can do with a million dollars. Think what you can do with a hundred and fifty thousand dollars, which is where we're looking. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And this is the thing. I don't want to give her our budget, like give the wedding planners our budget. Don't. Because I'm like, what if we can get it for even cheaper? But because they think this is our wedding budget, then they just like end up spending more of it. So I'm like Oh yeah. 
why don't I just be like, my wedding budget's 10 grand, go. (laughs) You know what? Can you have like a secret camera and just tell her that that's your budget? And I'm just, I want to see what her face is. That would be so funny. I I ask her, what is the smallest amount of money legit that you can spend for the type of wedding I'm trying to have? You know what? In negotiations, the person who loses is the person who talks first. So make her give her bottom line. But she might come back with like, well, honestly, you know, a lot th- I really love the way that my wedding planners are doing this because they said we can either take a percentage of your wedding budget or you can play a fat flat fee, flat fee, flat fee. Um, I'm, and that's why I'm saying go with flat fee. That's what I did. Good. I, we were like 100% because then we know they're totally on our side. They're not motivated to spend more. They're not motivated to, to spend more. more. Yeah. So like even if what we've paid them is it ends up being more ends up being more than what they would have gotten from like just the percentage of it at least I'll have like peace of mind knowing that like they were hustling for me to keep the wedding costs down I like that yeah oh god the percentage thing terrifies me that's scary yeah who chooses that a lot of people because they're like oh we're not going to keep it that much we're not going to keep it that much and then and, and the next thing you know and the next thing you know oh shit Exactly. Because Brittany was explaining this to me. I could, she said it was really funny. She's like, well, in the beginning, she was like, Jackson and I split it 50-50. But then there's so many things that I paid for that he doesn't even know about. Because oh, yeah. She goes, he still to this day doesn't even know about because I wanted certain things. So I ended up sneaking behind his back and just going and, and using my money to just go and pay for it. Totally. And I'm like, yeah, I'll totally be that person. Oh, oh yeah, I you will. 100. Bo's gonna, Bo's gonna think, Bo's gonna think our money, our like, our wedding is like $30,000. dollars $30, Meanwhile. Meanwhile. Miss Bedazzlement over here. She's gonna be bedazzling the whole fucking venue. <laughs> oh my God. That'd be pretty. It you should think about that. It would, it would shine. <laughs> it would it would really sparkle. You could cure cure the shit out of everything. Oh my God. That would be amazing for Instagram. Is that like a concern of yours? I feel like people now when it comes to their weddings, they have to think about like the Instagrammable moment. Well, I'm we're thinking of telling people they can't even have their phone. I say a thousand percent. Okay, well, we definitely know that we're gonna have you can't have phones for the ceremony. That's totally fair. Definitely for that. I, I don't want to walk down the aisle and everyone fucking gets their phone out. I'm like, no, no we you have guys. a videographer, photographer for that. Yes, you, you, don't, you don't need to remember this moment. I, I know you have portrait mode, but you're not a fucking photographer. Yes. Now. It's 2019 and it's time we talk honestly about all the latest beauty, skincare and medical aesthetic treatments out there. If you're curious about injectable fillers, facials and everything in between, I've got a great resource for you. TheSpotlight.com. Spotlight is your destination for information about beauty, skincare and medical aesthetics. With Spotlight, it's like reading your favorite magazine. Interesting and full of expert insights that you can use to make your own decisions. You can easily chat with trained aesthetic specialists if you have any specific questions. And if you decide to move forward with any aesthetic treatment, Spotlight makes it easy to find local licensed providers with their database of over 30,000 healthcare professionals. If you love beauty and skincare or are curious to learn more about medical aesthetics, go to thespotlight.com slash Stassi to find out more. That's Spotlight with a Y. The Spotlight, S-P-O-T-L-Y-T-E dot com slash Stassi. But what I think I'm struggling with is to is whether or not to let people have their phones during the reception. I think people will think that you're being a dick if you don't let them have their phones because people are addicted to their phones. And also, 
they want to capture the moment from like their vantage point and their point of view. However, it is going to be filmed for Bravo and there is, and you are celebrities. So I feel like there is an element of like, you want to control what imagery gets out there. And I understand that and I respect that, but you're going to, people are going to be talking behind your back. Not that you give a shit, but. I don't give a shit about that. I just want to make the right decision, which will be like, what will be the most fun for people? I think taking people's phones away just automatically makes them feel like they've like lost their arm. Okay, so that's something to think about. So just Bo's like, like so what? Bo gives zero fucks too. Yeah, but if we can't, like definitely can't have it at the ceremony, that's it. That's fine. Listen, I am a bridesmaid, and I am also just in general the type of friend. I will. I'm going to yes you both to death and enable the fuck out of you because that is what a wedding is about. And for some reason. Family members and friends fucking forget that the wedding is supposed to be about you and Bo. It's y'all's fucking wedding. But everyone's going to try to steal that from you. I promise you it. They can't help themselves. Weddings make people go fucking crazy. So I'm going to be, you can rely on me though to be the touchstone of just like yesing you to death. So if you need someone to give you a real answer, don't come to me. Because I okay. am just going to tell you what you want to hear because that is my role. Well, you, I take it no, seriously. You just told me that people might get upset if they can't have their phones. But I the also reception. said, but do what you want to do. I'm just like, I don't know. I, I This is what I, I, at Jackson Brittany's wedding, I didn't have my phone on me, mm-hmm. um, and I had the best time ever. Well, that's the other thing. Like, be present, you know, people. It's like, yeah, like, get up and dance and have fun. But then all those, I guess, behind-the-scenes videos that other people take on their Instagram and stuff, like, is it important? It's it's all very confusing. At least, you know, I have a year to think about it. I was at a wedding where I felt like it was, like, my, like, as a guest, it was my role to Instagram story and stuff. And, or like, and that made me feel stressed as a guest. You know, I kind of just wanted to, like fight with Taylor all night long privately not take breaks to Instagram story <laughs> yes I totally I minus promise I won't fight. fight with Taylor minus the fight wedding, I promise I do know what you mean like I felt bad that I wasn't like Instagramming Britney's every moment but yes. I'm like no I'm here to watch and witness it right but we live in a world now where it's like if you didn't Instagram it, did it even happen? You know what I mean? I feel that pressure sometimes now. And it's like, I feel like the audiences that follow us on social are like, mm, you're at the wedding. You're supposed to be showing me everything. And it's like, but am I? And so I kind of like the rule of no phones because it's like, sorry, Stassi both such assholes. It wasn't my fault. Couldn't. And then I have no pressure to Instagram stories. So selfishly, please, forbade it. And it will be on, on television. TV. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, I don't know. I'm scared. I'm scared I'm- for that part time to think well you should <laughs> I'm gonna death lose weight because I cannot emotionally go into being in a I, my, for my sister's wedding I was like I'm gonna lose weight and I didn't and I hated every picture and I don't want that for your wedding but also the element of cameras like I'm like oh Jesus like I I think I'm gonna have to get like liposuction or something we could do it together <gasps> totally yay fun best friends the activity now that's that a hobby. is a hobby <laughs> liposuction that is the hobby that I want me too oh my god but I am so excited but you know I get real weird around those cameras I don't know how you guys do it I I'm I like I fucking run when I see those cameras they scare the shit out of me and I'm not scared of anything I know you do run I, I'm I wonder imp- if I was skinnier if I'd be so scared of the cameras. I don't know what it is. I think it's just knowing that you have no control over what's going to be out there. Yep. And so that is like a... 
I've just, I'm so used to it that it's, and it's also what I'm paid for. It's what I signed up for. Yes. And it's my job. Can I ask you a question? When did you start getting used to the cameras? Because I feel like people always say like, after a while you forget they're there. Always. Because I was on The Amazing Race and then I was on that stupid I show Queen died. Bees. And I then fucking I, love Queen Bees. I love, just love, shut love up. it. <laughs> and then, so it's like, I was just always used to it. I'm surprised that like Bo had got so used to it so quickly. Bo is just, Bo is like, and I mean this is a compliment, he's a total ham. Like he, like he loves, like, he loves to ham it up and like perform. So I feel like he is almost like energized by the cameras, which yeah. is what I wish I was. Yeah, um, Bo did his, did his first VPR main title, slow motion. <laughs> and he looked so handsome. Slow motion, shoot. He's official. <laughs> Should you put on your on your Instagram official yes, Vanderpump Rules cast member? <laughs> and then what should we sing? <laughs> Fuck you. You know it's awesome. That was so crazy. I've never had song. a boyfriend. I've never <laughs> I've never been able to do it with a boyfriend. Oh my god. And now you do it with your Beyonce. With my fiance. It was really fun. Except it was the worst day ever because I had to get up at six o'clock in the morning. Make sure I was packed for the tour. Yeah. You were I had asked me the off, night before. I had asked off four months ago. Production, Bravo, they all knew my my schedule, this like tour schedule. But sure enough, they gave zero fucks. And they were like, we have to shoot the main titles that day. I'm like, that's cool. That's awesome. So I brought all my tour luggage yeah. to the set, all my different wardrobe options, all my oh. makeup and everything. How did you get your wardrobe options for the shoot home? Emily. Thank God. So we had to do that. It took us like what we were there from like eight eight in the morning to like I said we have to be out by three our flights at five like yes, you no I question. don't care if the shot isn't got like I have to I cannot miss my flight like this is my tour you this guys is my what tour this is my fucking tour this Did, is my fucking podcast tour do you think that they like this podcast tour or they don't or they're like indifferent who bravo I think Production. they like it they like it I think they so. should like it I think do yeah. they want to film it Oh, they probably will. Deaths. I feel like they probably will. Oh God! And but it was just—it was just the longest day ever to then fly straight, go th straight from there. Then I went to the airport looking like a hooker because I still had all my contour false eyelashes <laughs> on, like all of it. I'm like, I'm so embarrassed being in this airport looking like this. And it's then hard being famous, huh? So hard. <laughs> <laughs> And then we get here like fucking midnight and I'm like, oh my God, my body's dying. I just got my period and here we are. That's the worst. I got my period in the middle of the tour last leg. Ew. Awful. That sucks. Right before I went on stage, I was like, I feel like I got my period. And I was like, God damn it. On At DC. No, I got it right before. Literally, like 10 minutes before. That. Thank you, God. What a gift. Sucks. Like we as women are such strong creatures. The fact that we have to like be productive on our periods is so unfucking fair. I know. I feel like we should be able to ask off for like when we start our period, you automatically get four days off. Um, they were looking into this in Europe, and so I debated it on the Taylor Strucker show, and I was like, "Is it good or bad?" Because then I think it sends a message to men it that does. we're weak. It does send that it's message. It's like when people say, "Like a woman can't be president because she gets her period." And it's like, "Well, first of all, she's probably a menopause or definitely perimenopause, which would make her crazy." Actually, I don't know if I could be, you know, if, if I was like in charge of a nuclear warhead and I had my period, that could be very dangerous. Totally. But that's me. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, mama!
And then the next day you wake up and you're like, oh my God, sorry. I uh, jokesies. I just had a bad day. Oh my God, I know I was being so crazy yesterday. I wanted to blow up the world. I got my period today. Oh my God, I would love to be in charge <laughs> of nuclear warhead. That no. would be so fun. No, no. Just that no. I would bedazzle that button. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, let me get this guy in here to just bedazzle it. So when I'm pressed, it's going to be like, yeah. <laughs> You see that bling bling? <laughs> oh, well, we will never be at risk of being the president. Do you think Kim Kardashian's going to be our president someday for realsies? I do. And how do you feel for honest about that? Um, I'd probably vote for her. No, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> well, in that case, then I will. Then you president. Then you. But this is the thing. I, I want Kim Kardashian to be pre- president because so it'll pave the way for me to become president. You are such a fucking narcissist <laughs> this is our country we're talking about listen i gotta figure out a way to move where am i gonna go canada go take me to italy with you i just think that that is on her brain i think her and kanye starting a cult in her no. own religion i love kim's, by the way, kim's his gospel stuff i am so here for it i'm here for it too Ugh. kim's going to law school she's doing a lot of great stuff with it and Blarf. i think i hope she fails the bar fails it hard you are so not supporting women i am so <laughs> First of all, don't you fucking dare. I love that. It's like the second you don't support a woman, people are like, way to support women. I'm like, I just support every woman. Give me a break. Why not support Kim Kardashian? Give Listen, me let me argue politi- this. How about Michelle, Michelle um, Obama? I would love for that. Well, that's a... That's Is that her last name? I always get confused. Barack Obama. Yes, Obama. Obama. Well, uh, yes. Michelle Obama. I, I get feel confused. like... I, I get confused. Well, that would be ideal. <laughs> well, that's... But like, I'm not against a woman. Oprah. I will vote for Oprah. That would be ideal Kim. too. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There are politicians and there are there are people. Okay? She's a businesswoman. Great. She's a fucking great businesswoman. And you want get that law degree, girl. What do you? But I, please, listen. No more of no more. I just admire Kim Kardashian because she already has everything she wants. She doesn't have to be going and she's doing, doing it going for to her law school. Ego. I don't she's, care. At least it's, she's doing something good. I don't feel she's good. Freeing I feel like people it's from, She's freeing people from prison. I mean, that's good. It's fucking fantastic. But I just feel like, I don't know. I, there's a part of me that's like, girl, slow it down. Fine. Do all the things you want to do. But please, this is I'm here America for we're talking and about. And it makes me feel like I'm not doing enough with Vanderpump <sighs> Rules and with my platform. I should be freeing people. So do it. I don't know how. <laughs> and also, I don't have time for a hobby. When am I going to have time for that? But I, yeah, right? maybe one day when I learn how to, you know, be more efficient with my schedule, maybe I can free some people. Well, girl, you you go, Glen Coco. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how I just hit myself in the face of the microphone. Speaking of the Kardashians. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott broke up. Good. She can do better. She can do better. How do you know? I just feel like she can. I, I mean, someone was, t- oh, I had comments, you know, comments by celebs. I love them. Okay. Aren't they adorable and great and just wonderful? Awesome. So I love smart. them. Yes. They very, can be president. They are smart. They, I had them on my podcast last week and. Oh, I love them. They were saying that Travis Scott is like, they think that he's kind of like the next Kanye. Uh-uh. And so that Kylie and Travis Scott could be like the next Kim and Kanye. Well, she's already trying to steal her sister's life and actually doing better, which is bananas. I mean, yeah. if I was Kim, I'd be so pissed off at Kylie. Stop yeah. ganking my look. Stop ganking all like, Kim literally did the hard work. Like, took it 
on her back did the hard work for the family. And now Kylie just gets to like roll up here as the baby and like and be a billionaire. I don't even get me started on myself. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I bet Kim gets a little annoyed though. I just love that Kylie is just so wealthy that she doesn't even really have to be on the show anymore. She doesn't really have to make public appearances if she doesn't feel like it. She could literally just sit in her compound, do whatever the fuck she wants, live her best life, have all of her friends come to her, have a chef, have everything, travel on jets, go whatever, literally do whatever she wants. And she doesn't have to put her life out there anymore. She can take a break. I mean, she. Re- I mean, that's goals. Yeah, I, I will agree with that. But I don't think that she deserves it. But I, I would say Kim deserves that. Kim doesn't want it. Kim wants to be in the spotlight. No kidding. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kylie just bailed in the ball main partnership. Yeah. Balmain. 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 They were pissed. French but people don't fuck around. They were pissed that she didn't show up. Mm-hmm. That's what I read. Do you think she was really ill? Some people said she what was pregnant. Think? Some people, but if they just, Travis Scott and her just broke up, maybe she's not pregnant. I don't think she's pregnant. I, I, I mean, maybe she was just like not feeling it. I don't think so. I think she must have really been sick. She doesn't like, Lindsay Lohan was like always going to hospital for exhaustion. Which whatever. I look forward to doing one day. <laughs> That's when I know I'm like, okay, I've truly made it. I'm overworked and I need to check myself into a hospital for exhaustion. I just don't see Kylie doing that, actually. I'll give her credit for that. She, I don't think that she's irresponsible. So um, she must have really been sick. Yeah. And stuff. Boring. <laughs> Boring. Just get an IV and a B12 shot. Jeez. That's what I do. Uh-huh. I could use one right now. I could really use one right now, too. All right. So that's it. That's it for all you guys. Um, Until next week, I'm going to be starting to put out bonus episodes throughout the end of the year. Yes, that's right. I'm what? working myself even harder. Why are you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> because I have this insatiable need to do more than I'm already doing in the moment and then complain about it during and afterwards. (laughs) That's just how I work. I like read this thing, this interview with Michelle Pfeiffer, where she was like, I have two speeds in my life. She's like, I am either working so hard all the time, 24 seven, but bitching and complaining about it the whole time. Yes. Or sitting on the couch, watching trash TV, like a couch potato, bitching that she's not actually working. And I'm like, that's me. I feel that The too. second that I actually get what I want and I'm on the couch for a day, I'm like, I hate this. I'm bored. <laughs> now I'm bored. It's been a day of this and now it's like, okay, I now I want to work or now I want to do something. And I'm like, get me out of the house. <laughs> but like those few hours, it's great, but it does, I don't last that long. <laughs> so that's it. That's it. Talk to you guys later. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Zs. <laughs> <laughs>